Sam Edwards got to talk to him right now with the Second Amendment Foundation. Um, we were going to talk about a temporary restraining order, but it looks like California's nuts and bolts are still loose. Cam, good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Um, yeah, you know, I, I honestly I can't say that I'm surprised by this. Uh, every time we get a good court decision in California, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals steps in and says, hang on a second, <laughs> and they put that good ruling on hold. In the 15 years since the Heller decision was handed down, that was the case where the Supreme Court said D.C.'s ban on handguns was unconstitutional. In the 15 years since then, the Ninth Circuit has never found a gun control law to violate the Second Amendment. How ridiculous is that? It's, I mean, it's not even a circuit court. It's a circus court. But, I mean, they want to surveil gun dealers, right? Yeah, this is one of the uh, new laws that went into effect. We've got the new restrictions on concealed carry holders as well. But, uh, mm-hmm. yes, we also have these new provisions that require gun store owners to basically have audio and video surveillance 24 hours a day uh, in their stores. And, of course, if you have a home-based business, that means that you're supposed to put these cameras and microphones up in your home. Oh. Right. Very Orwellian, very Big Brother-esque. Uh, and the idea, Chinese. supposedly, is, well, this is going to stop you know, bad actors from buying guns. Well, if that's what it's going to take, then why do we have a 10-day waiting period in California? Why do we have universal background checks in California? Why do we have background checks on ammunition sales in California? What are those laws doing? Because we were told that those laws were going to stop bad guys from getting guns, too. Um, So, you know, this is more, uh, just, you know, more mandates, in this case, on gun store owners and in many cases, these small shops aren't going to be able to afford the additional security expenses. You got to store all this data too, right? And that right. Costs money. That's that's the um, that so, part. So yeah, we've got a lawsuit going on, challenging all of these provisions, and hopefully trying to restore some sanity to the state. Well, something's got to happen because I mean, unless you're going to anybody who is convicted of a violent offense with a gun, having to be a body, have to have a body camera permanently embedded inside their body so that we can watch everywhere they go and every trunk they buy a, gar- a, a, a gun from. Um, they're the ones who are the bad players here. It's not the gun dealers selling to good people. I mean, occasionally one slips through the cracks, but it's it's the bad guys on the street buying them out of trunks. How do they not understand that? Yeah, they do understand it. And, and you know, and, and the, the fact of the matter is they continue to uh, go after and pursue legal gun ownership uh, far more than they're going after violent criminals, right? Uh, and I think that California, I think the anti-gun politicians like Gavin Newsom, they think it's easier to eradicate lawful gun ownership than it is to eradicate violent crime. Um, but they view our right to keep and bear arms as a wrong that must be corrected. And that's why you're seeing all of these laws aimed at lawful gun owners, aimed at lawful gun sellers, and you're seeing soft on crime DAs like George Gascon in Los Angeles continue to put, you know, uh, bad guys back out of the streets, give them slaps on the wrist, sweetheart plea deals, little to no prison time for violent offenses. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the bad guys are the victims. So wh- what do we do now? I mean, if it, it looks like it's going to take effect, so what? What's our hope here? Or what's the? Let's let me rephrase that. What are the? What's the hope for Californians? Well, the hope for Californians is that ultimately these cases are going to get up to the Supreme Court and they're going to set things right. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is a year where we actually are going to see some movement. Uh, but you've got to bring these cases. You know, as much as we might complain about the Ninth Circuit and the fix being in, California's in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. So if you want to take on these laws, you're going to have to do it in a 
unfriendly playing ground, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the good news is that we've got really good decisions from district court judges like U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez, uh, Cormac Carney, who granted an injunction against some of these gun-free zones that are now in effect. So we're getting good decisions at the district court level. Is that Then it goes up to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, and that's where the games start getting played, right? right? right. But once we can get past the Ninth Circuit and get these cases up to the Supreme Court, I truly do believe that it's going to be a new day, uh, and a lot of these laws are going to be very short-lived. We've just got to get there. So it's frustrating for California gun owners in the meantime, um, but you've got groups like the Second Amendment Foundation who are working as hard as they can to get these cases as fast as they can to the Supreme Court. So are the people in the Ninth Circuit, like, immortal? Because I've been hearing about their stupidity <laughs> since I was born. Did Do they never switch out for smart people? I mean, what's going on? Believe it or not, it actually is better than it's been. Uh, Donald Trump was able to appoint a number of judges to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. So you almost have parity. It's almost 50-50 between conservatives and liberal uh, appointed justices. But it's not quite. Okay. Uh, and it just, you know, it, it seems that every time there's an important Second Amendment case, boy, the, the deck gets stacked and you got two anti-gun justices and one pro-gun justice, or maybe you get two pro-gun justices, one anti-gun justice will give a good decision, and then the entire Ninth Circuit decides to hear the case. It's called an en banc review, and that's where the games start getting played. So, yeah, it is frustrating, but but there is, believe it or not, um, slightly better odds of us getting a, a good verdict now than there were in years past. Well, good for us, good for Californians, but, I mean, people are moving out of there like like. I don't even know if there are enough U-Hauls, but this is a good look at Gavin Newsom, a guy who thinks his hair gel is going to win him the presidency, uh, going on Fox debating DeSantis because he really does believe if Biden drops, he's the guy. So all we have to do is look at this kind of crap to know that's not the guy. Oh, that's absolutely right. And, you know, and Gavin Newsom is also proposing a constitutional amendment uh, that would, uh, you know, if not obliterate our Second Amendment rights, would enshrine gun control laws into the U.S. Constitution. I don't think there's a chance that that's going to happen. No. But that's what Gavin Newsom has chosen as his political vehicle, right, to raise his profile, to raise his name. Uh, and gun owners should be very concerned about that. You know, the, uh, it, what's interesting about this is we're seeing polls showing that among voters, Democrats are actually the fastest-growing group of gun owners. Uh, between, you know, independents, conservatives, and and, and uh, Democrats. It's more Democrats are buying guns. And maybe that's because a lot of conservatives already own them. Mm-hmm. But the Democratic politicians and the Democratic Party, for the most part, has not followed suit, right? They are very much uh, in favor of obliterating our right to keep and bear arms, which puts them at odds, I think, with a growing percentage of their base. Um, and that might be a problem for Democrats going forward, but right now this is a problem for all of us as voters, the Democrats and I got an agenda. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, you want a civil war, try to take our guns. Just that, they're, they're, that would be the dumbest thing they ever did. I know people who have underground bunkers full of zombie apocalypse type readiness food and everything else they're going to need. This, this ain't going anywhere. Um, Cam, where do people learn more about Second Amendment Foundation and what you do? Yeah, you bet. You can check out the Second Amendment Foundation online at saf.org. We've got more than 50 active lawsuits around the country right now. This is a supercharged moment for the Second Amendment and the court system. And that's what the Second Amendment Foundation specializes in, right? Litigation to protect our right to keep and bear arms. So it's saf.org. Thank you. And uh, everybody go to bearingarms.com. Check out his podcast, Cam and Company. They focus on Second Amendment information and keeping you informed on what's going on across the country. And the bad players like Gavin Newsom, who would love to disarm the country so that we have to do whatever they say. 
just like other countries who have felt that sort of dismay before us. Cam, thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Bye-bye.